afternoon, ladies and gentlemen and children. Uh, welcome to episode four of the podcast. Uh, you're very welcome. I'm Brian Roach. This is the Tiger Paws Junior Podcast. Welcome. Wherever in the world you are, whenever in the world you're listening. My guest today is Nathan Adam Elliman, a London lad and a good guy. I hope you enjoy the talk. Take care of yourselves. Hello. Nathan Adam Edelman. Hello, that's me. Kind of Satato, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> I, I, I said, how are you in Irish? Wow. I mean, it just, I was so hyped to be on here. I completely um, just didn't even think about what you were saying. I was like, yes, let's go. Let's you know, do this. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> how 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 do you say that? How are you? Connus talk too. talk too. I I need to uh, brush up on that. I will in future. I will. I promise you. I'll give you at least three sentences the next time we meet. Yeah, yeah. Rude, rude Challenge. already. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, man? Yeah, very good. Just um home from work not too long ago um i had a fairly busy day some good bits some bad bits uh my car broke down that's a gutter Uh, Uh, i know the 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 classic but um i had a nice morning a bit of breakfast nice coffee you know (laughs) enjoy the small things (laughs) you have a coffee your car breaks down yin yang do you know what i mean exactly yeah. Oh, I'll do your introduction, man, if, if I may. Go for it. Good evening, good morning, good brunch, good dinner, midnight picnic, wherever you're listening to this podcast, lads and lassies. Um, my guest this evening, it's presently the 16th of February um, on, in 2021, obviously. So in the future, you can say, oh, yeah, that was close to Valentine's Day. And my guest today is a wonderful lad, a uh, London boy, um, called Nathan Adam Ellman, a director, photographer, a writer from London. Um, good sportsman, I remember. Um, good Shakespeare lover, met him in New York. And you're kind of smashing it professionally, man. Welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess a lot. From, from, I guess, since... When when did we meet? When was when was New York? That... July fourteen. God. Yeah. July two thousand fourteen. You were about eighteen. I was seventeen. Yes. Um, and way out. He was like way out. He was like. He was like a trek of fields in in Cornwall <laughs> or something. I don't think you'd even gone to Falmouth, had you? I hadn't gone there yet. No. So. Um, what happened was I was probably it's crazy. Um, all of these things that I've done, say from when I was six, when I was sixteen, I was doing some little work, little bits of work with the BFI Film Academy, and the ba- based in Southbank, and uh, you know, I was doing little bits with them. Uh, that's how so I was always interested in like working in film on film cameras lights 
and, and all of that. And then, yeah, that sort of got got me uh, interested in in everything film, which is which opened me up to seeing about this uh, these classes that we met met at in New York. Um, came back. What? Quite a time. What a time! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of growing was, was was made. Well, you were still seventeen, so yeah, that's for sure true for you. But I was like twenty. I, I'd reached my pinnacle. Five foot three was my max, but you were still going. And I, re- I, I remember. Uh, well, looking back, I remember just like enjoying it so much, and then thinking, I, I just knew I was so so young. And you, you were very um, like you. You, def- you definitely looked after me, but there was also the sense of um, uh, he doesn't even know what what he's got coming. The thing about you that I recognise so easily is you have an ability to listen, mm. which is unheard of with people in our like. You just listen. Nothing. No venturing response. No. And I can see you working with oh, Star Wars now. You, you, you were yeah. on Star Wars. I, I can just see the 17-year-old just embracing it. And that's lovely as a, as a person who's trying to teach or a person who's running a website. Mm. So it's funny because it was actually, like I was saying, I was working at the, the BFI while doing little bits when I was um, 16 mm. in New York came back and just sort of enjoyed the freedom of that and so I thought well I sort of need to go to like film school just to even though I'd like to start like working and doing my own stuff I just knew that there was definitely I think it is important to think about your well what's the best way to put it grow as a person in a way just socialize get out there gain experiences and as you know like you love to like travel and you've met so many people on your travels um it's just it i think that is important like putting gaining some experiences because i guess without those i wouldn't even be able to well it's all, all good listening but sometimes you, you have to give the talk so you do if it's your job yeah, yeah. for sure you mm. gotta stand but like, ah, uh, even the way you're speaking now, I'm proud of you because I can hear the levelness in your voice when once it was a little, a little bit searching for what you were after. Yeah. I, I, uh, okay, let's yeah, get uh, into it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I've done, done the whole film school thing and then off of the bat of film school from, uh, doing bits at the BFI. Um, I ended up uh, getting an interview and at the time I didn't know what it was for. Um, it was all uh, discreet and they were saying, oh, well, uh, can't come for this interview. Um, and then I, I uh, first one was on the classic, uh, it, well, Skype then. You remember Skype? Like, <laughs> who I was. <laughs> Uh, it was a, a, a Skype interview, and then shout out Skype, yeah. <laughs> and then on so to do. what was it? Then I actually got to go to London. I ended up going to Pinewood Studios. Then I knew it was it was something crazy. And then um, I was doing. Like, Wait, go back, go back, go back. Like, what? 
Where, where you've come out of film school, you've gone to BFI, you got accepted, yeah? Well, I went to BFI and then I went to film school and then I had an interview from BFI way back from the work that I was doing when I was 16. So it's all, all ripple effect, sort of. So all the way back from BFI at 16 years old, I've ended up getting an interview from these people that I've met uh, to work, which happened to be on Star Wars, which was amazing. And I, and I had a proper moment. Have you seen um, uh, Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah, Will Smith and Jaden yeah. Smith tearing up in the bathrooms in New York. Yeah, and you know, it, 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 when he finally gets the job, <laughs> And he he's like crying in the interview, and um, I didn't I didn't cry I didn't cry in the interview, but <laughs> um, I, they give you a room in the taxi. <laughs> they they definitely um, they they gave they charged back my train, so I'm very very grateful of that. The travel was covered. Because <laughs> you have to give the boss your last five dollars. And it really ripped your heart out because oh, that was you only had six dollars. That probably that probably started when once once I was on the job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I had a I was like I was in a library doing some just doing some work, and then I got the call, and they said, "Oh, you've got the job." And I was just outside walking down South Bank, and I was just so happy, like clapping my hands in the air. Or, People probably thought, what, what an absolute weirdo. But no, I was, I was yeah, so so happy then. And um, yeah, and then that was it. So, what job did you get? What job? I ended up being the production assistant on Star Wars. So, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I was, uh, yes, yes, that's the one. Uh, so I was in the production office working with like pretty much the producer's team sort of, sort of thing. What's the best way to the most team? production team? Yeah, with the production team, um, and I was on that for probably about nine months. Some amazing do get, people. Do you get to travel? Or are you sitting in the office? I did. I got to go. Really, luckily, got to go to Jordan for four four days. Well, actually, um, Ran Farris has been on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I got I got to see her stomping ground. Which oh, an, loved that man. an amazing place, and even more amazing as in, got to see all of the Star Wars sets while I was there. Ah, oh, beautiful! And you didn't come to Ireland. Well, I, I done. I don't think I've mentioned. I actually, I've was done a Belfast over lockdown. Road. I know. Road. Why didn't you call me? I, I know. I, I'm gutted. NDA, NDA. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, well, it's actually, um, well, it actually, this reminds me of the time. When... What's filming? In... Oh, don't try and divert. No, don't. don't no, don't no, it, it was, um, well, my, my, Belfast? my current, my girlfriend is uh, from Belfast. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Thank you. So you're going to be over in Ireland. Quite... Oh, who's the queen? Who's the queen? Yeah, who's the princess? It's Elizabeth, isn't it? No, who's the girlfriend? <laughs> it's Ra- Rachel. Rachel. She's Aww, lovely. A, lovely, a, a lovely redhead. Oh, of course. Irish. Rachel. Shout out you, Rach. Come yeah, on. She, she's in the other room at the moment. Um... Bring her on. 
this is meant to be about me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, congrats, bud. How long have you been courting um, Rachel? Uh, two years, I'd say. I, I've, uh, yeah, about two years. Yeah. So you've been in Ireland on and off for two years. Only mainly for other than other than the weekends, I spent a huge chunk of lockdown, which was really in a really weird place then because I finished a job yeah. on the Friday before lockdown. I my um, contract for my flat in London also ran out on that on that Friday. It's a big last. Every, it's a big last. Everything, <laughs> everything finished, and it was just, your car's breaking down. My car was, <laughs> my car was wasn't it's even existent away. at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it just it just made sense. I just um, ended up uh, spending a lockdown in, in Belfast since um, Rachel was already in Belfast with her family. So really nice, really nice experience. Got to. Um, once we were sort of allowed out, I could um, drive around sort of and um, go oh, well, I took a trip to like Newcastle. I, I sadly haven't been to like Dublin yet, but next time... Get to Causeway. Sorry? Get to the Giants Causeway and did you go up? Uh, I went as far as like Antrim to the uh, East Coast. Look at you, man! Yeah, smashing. No, not too much, smashing. but yeah, I saw, I saw a good bit. That's great. Yeah. Um, so we should probably focus on the listeners, um, and what my first question to you is going to be. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to go upbringing, if you don't mind. I know you're a family boy, and I want to. I want to know your teachers. My teachers. Who you who who does shout out when you get best production on Star Wars Episode Twelve? Well, it's always going to start with my mum, because mm. uh, she's, well, I've got, there's five of us, five five kids in the house, my youngest brother being four years old, Aww. 20 year different, so yeah, um, but when you said teachers, actually um, made me think, I, um, recently I, I was reading something, and it's great, sort of, how you're talking to all these uh, people as well, because it kind of, um, kind of falls in lines. And it's said to like speak to people that you've like met in your journeys, like throughout life. And it's I actually ended up. Um, I thought who's someone's someone that would be good is to actually email some some of my old teachers. And yeah, Ooh. and I just, I just, um, I just dropped like two like main memorable teachers. Um, so shout out Miss Robinson, shout out Miss Caridis, and Caridis and Robinson. Yeah, and I just, I just said hello, like how are you doing? And I think like just also like just keeping in contact with people and just remember, just saying hello and remembering like. Just letting them know that you remember them. Yeah. It's just such, such a nice can thing. The, can you send them this podcast at like Mrs. Robinson, Miss Caridas, Nathan really appreciates I you. appreciate, yeah, I appreciate them. None of your colleagues, because he's not sending this podcast to any of them. You two, his man. Number <laughs> so, one. Uh, 
Number one Devore. Yeah. yeah. So that that also gave my shout outs. How come? What what did what did Mr. Robinson create? Well, I think it? when it doesn't matter like what's going on. I think sometimes being a teenager in generally is just hard. Especially mm. now, I think that teenagers are under so much pressure with like social media. It's all like they've they've just grown up with it. So, and I remember like now I now I don't even care. But I would like post a picture on Instagram, and I'll be like looking to see how many likes I got. But now now it's different. But yeah, so now I'm I've grown up and I'm I'm I'm, I'm over it. I'm real yeah, boy, real boy, <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that it's, it's, you know, kids now grow up and they see all these influencers that are just making money off post pictures and like being an influencer is a new sort of like goal. Okay. Yeah, it's a career, isn't it? So yeah, a lot yeah. of, a lot of people are going to like take, if they post a picture on their self, they're going to take it very personally. So, yeah, it's just kind of, I think it's just, just being hard. And even then, like, those sort of teachers, they don't, it's not just about, like, teaching you uh, how to count to 10. It's it's just also, like, helping you and just sort of asking, are you okay sort of thing. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's also, like, a mental thing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's amazing how much social media has come up on this podcast. 16 episodes, I think. 14 of them have we've spoken mm. in depth about socials and and how influentially um degenerate they become on on the youth and elder like poor kids are just comparing and yeah. I, I i don't know i have my own views i don't want mm. to express them yeah i mean but, well great source of entertainment when you want it but um yeah when it comes to things like instagram portraying your own your own self or your own putting up your own perfect life. Sometimes it's just not, not ideal, but onwards we go with it. Onwards we go. Yeah. So you got Mrs. Robinson and Caritas. You're, you're looking after what, two younger brothers and sisters or Uh, two, two brothers, two sisters. Um, My sister, Yasmin, happy birthday. She'll be, 17 on the 23rd february happy birthday yasmin your ledge yeah. so yeah we're, we're all getting on okay they're um, in north london so only about 45 minutes away from me i'm in west london that's where yep. i'm i'm based at the moment um, great with no care well a car which doesn't work <laughs> so a, a it's, it's a car oh, exactly the push car. It's an moment. asset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. scrap assets. <laughs> and when did you go? Yeah, I love a bit of that. I love Schindler's List. Or... Um, no idea. No idea. Really? Yeah. Just you know, it just comes to you sometimes, though, doesn't it? I don't know. Different people have different answers. It's, it's a, an interesting question to ask. When did you realize you wanted to be in film? I think it's got to be pre 16. 
gotta be pretty sixteen because you're accepted to be a boy. <laughs> that that's why I don't. Do you know what? If I was to pinpoint it, no, I, I can't even pinpoint it. I, it was like I just enjoyed the creativity of it. I've always liked sort of telling my own sort of stories. So I feel some people just just have it in them. Uh, some people uh, like it's it's in. They just learn it from like family. They follow family footsteps, and some people just find a motivation out of nowhere and, and just end up just end up taking it on and just doing really well at it. And that's amazing to do. And I was just thinking how, um, like saying since how long have I been involved in all this film, film business? It's, um, I've, I've always had moments of thinking, Oh, it's just, you know what? Maybe it's time for a bit of change, a bit of adventure. But then I sometimes think this, this is like the career I've chosen there's no point starting starting again. I'm I don't dislike. I actually really like like the work that I do. Um, it's mm. but yeah. Sometimes I think a lot of people um, feel like trapped in, into a job or into a career. I think sometimes, but I'm very much. I definitely say there's nothing wrong with a career break. Um, yeah takes take time for yourself sometimes it's not the job you just it's, you just need a break and i think that's very important um so yeah if a job is a job sometimes as well like i i love the being in this creative industry but even that can be draining um mm. absolutely so, yeah it, it is i do really enjoy it and but yeah always sometimes you everyone needs to just take a little step back yeah so you're you're in bfo when did you get accepted to bfo versus oh, so like and what does that mean to the listeners who don't understand it what does bfi mean yeah because uh, like a listener could be enjoying uh, well, bfi is the british film industries so sort of the sort of center hub to independent filmmaking, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they were just doing some courses. So this was probably a year before New York Conservatory. And that's, say, 2013. So 2013 mm-hmm. was BFI. 2014 was New York. So I'm going to say 16, 17, 18. I was at university doing um, film school at Falmouth Uni. Um, so then 2018 to 19, I would have been on Star Wars. And then I went, this this is actually a funny story. Uh, when I finished Star Wars, I had this worry of like, oh, well, this is, that's my, my big break done. Am I going to get another job? And I got offered a job. And I won't say what it is just yet because I got offered a job but it was it was about six weeks before my contract end date of being on Star Wars. So I was like, uh, I'd, I've just made some contacts. I don't want to lose contacts already. So I turned it down. I thought, no, things will come my way. And actually, they did, thankfully. But 
um <laughs> when it was when my job finished i one week after star wars i ended up getting a free week gig on cats again as a production assistant so i've worked on the infamous cats with james yeah james Corden that's and the james one Smith. that's the one and i am i, I, am I have proud to say if if you haven't seen it what Watch it for a I... cult, like you're going into a cult film. Imagine you were going to watch it. something like The Room for the first time and think, I cannot wait to watch this <laughs> <laughs> attempted piece of art. But you were there for its creation. I was there, exactly. Like, so I, it... Why didn't you stop it? Why, why, why didn't you stop, stop it? You know what? You try and stop Tom Holland. He isn't. <laughs> he is a man. Tom Holland. He, um, Tom Hooper. Sorry, Tom Holland. Tom Holland about. Well, yeah. I was like, lady. <laughs> Tom Hooper. Yeah, you try and stop Tom Hooper. He is a very determined man. I love love his work. Very very hard hard worker. Um, and I, I can't even say, why didn't you stop it? Because I'm just adhering to the crowd. Maybe I like cats, but I don't think it's on a streaming service at the moment. And I didn't want to watch it because it was such a mm. negative reaction. And I love memory and the lame yeah. page and all that. Well, I, I, like it. Well, I, I would say, I'm sure there yeah. was a moment when I watched it and um, one of the cats was hovering off the ground. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> so the film that I turned down... <laughs> Um, before taking cats was actually 1917. Oh, you <laughs> <mop> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I robbed myself of doing a proper a big box office film and a critically acclaimed box office film. So in in I one know. shot, well, probably three shots, but oh yeah. man. What a performance. I watched that mm, the other night. It's an amazing film. I'll tell you a story. Do you want to tell you a story? Um, myself and um, himself were in a 2003 audition for Peter Pan. No. <laughs> um, with PJ with yeah. Murphy, right? And PJ Murphy, the mm. Australian director. And we were auditioning to be Lost Boys, right? And I got a bread knife. My character stabs Curly. With a with with a knife in the scene, and I was only fifteen or fourteen, man. And my dad was outside, and there's all these <laughs> cast and crew watching. And so I got the bed knife, and I pretended to stand. Everyone got out of their seats and like jumped. <laughs> <laughs> this absolute wreck the head from Ireland who wants to stand curly. And he's the lead in nineteen seventeen. Well, yeah, he's come a long way. It's very impressive. Oh, man. He's so good in that. I was like, oh, I, I don't know how he didn't win Best Actor. What, what did we? Oh, it was um, the Joker. Yeah. Joker? Yeah. To be Joaquin. honest. Yeah. I, I, do, I, I don't think was was he even nominated. I don't, I don't know if he was. I got all the technicals. Mm. And yeah. and score, but I don't. He was not, and I was like, "This is masterful because it's like a a a dance or something, and everyone's was, working together." And yeah, Dolly's 
dollies are being used seamlessly with yeah, handheld. Yeah. I, had, oh. uh, I did thankfully know a couple of people that worked on it. And yeah, they said even when being on set was um, something like just amazing to be around because it's it's not every day you have you you get to be around something which has had so much like planning to it so much effort to it I'm, i'll be honest i've worked on a couple films now um where you we turn up on set and it's amazing because we have these million dollar budget films and they're writing the script on the day and honestly you think there's like when I'm a student, when I was a student, it was, oh, everything needs to be planned, 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 planned. And then I was yeah. turning up to these big sets, big directors, and they're just changing the script on the day and thinking, yeah, uh, let's, let's do this. Or I don't really have a plan for today. So maybe bring this actor, bring this actor, and we'll do this. It, it, it should work. Oh. It is crazy so i think just from that it just shows that anyone with the right mental attitude can make a film you don't need to be you don't need to call yourself a director you don't need to call yourself a producer if you want to do it you will do it it's it's, it's simple as that absolutely and that's honestly why i invited you on the podcast man because that's a really inspiring Mm. thing to hear for for a ten year old with his his mom's camera, and he likes making a it's, film with his friends. That's how it started. Talk to talk to talk to me about Falmouth, though. Falmouth is lovely. Uh, Falmouth's in Cornwall. For anyone that doesn't know where it is, and um, the car, oh, the car of is, England. Oh, it's such a lovely place. Um, I've got to know it really well, and I've been back. Uh, quite a few times since because I've just I, I've yeah it just it just becomes it's become a home away from home for me um what's that theater called there in the rock oh the one with the theater that's like outside by Penzance yes on the cliff I can't remember I can't yeah, remember what there. it's called now it's but called... yeah that is yeah that is Amazing. a really nice place It'll and come... Um, there's also, which is quite quite fun. There's a little. Um, if you've ever, if you ever want to fly private, <laughs> there's little small. There's small. Um, hey, I always want to. Fly Why not? Private. Isn't it curious? <laughs> there's a small like airport, and they it just um, it's not too expensive, and they they uh, take you out to um, one of the little islands, and you can walk about on some of the smaller Cornish. Cornish Islands. It's re- really, yeah, it's a magnificent oh. place. I don't think there's anywhere really like it. I've made so many uh, great friends there, but I just think it's it's nice to take. Like I was saying, it's good to get different perspectives. And I'm so glad growing up in London, mm-hmm. just being able to spend three years out of the city and see different works of life which is just so it's so important and creatively it's it's like a blank canvas out there do you find it more freeing because you're living in nature kind of able to explore countryside versus london's heavy pace 
there's, there's pros and cons to it, sure. As in, it, mm. yes, it is freeing. Like, um, for example, it's even when I was in Belfast, it did feel a bit freer because it's like I can, if I want to go on a run, it's like I can run, do my exercises all the way out this way, all the way out that way. And it's similar with Cornwall. So, you know, I, I've always enjoyed my sports um so yes it is freeing and then but then it's the connectivities of cornwall which is which is the main problem for me and which why i haven't stayed there because just like work wise i just felt it was quite restrictive uh in terms of the opportunities but i mean there's there's also mm. just being that that almost like a step back everything's it's nice to slow things down and take a step back from all the, the madness of london or new york la or wherever it might be as in i do love the convenience of it being in the madness it's i can get the the nicest coffee but then it's there's also mm. the lovely local brewery in uh in Cornwall where you can just get a nice nice pint which is really which you know has been it's honest that's how I describe it it's just honest oh I love it but what did you <laughs> learn in film school what did I learn just going into the BFI in London scene so you know what I would obviously I I learned a lot in in film school in terms of um in terms of the the niche different like genre genres and how film represents this and that but i think what was most important about that time was film school gives uh people sort of the ability to be completely free with their creativity mm. um and that's what the best thing i could go on about all these all the different writings and stuff the dissertations that i was going into but the the best thing about going to film school is the creative freedom to go in and say i want to make a film about a drummer and then it's it's like fine let's let's do this grab grab some friends and everyone just wants to make make a film and mm. no one's worried about making mistakes. Also, obviously, everyone wants their. When we're making our film, we want it all. To, we want it to be perfect. We want it to be the best film that we've ever made. Um, but it, everyone's. It's, it's just the creative freedom, which everyone's just happy to smash their heads together and get it done. Which it was just so. It's. I would definitely advise advise it for anyone which wants to do some do some filmmaking without the worry of oh if I get these cameras and get these actors and or because it's it's not it's not easy but it's just accessible there and you can learn from it if you make a mistake it is what it is. Yeah, I think you grew up a lot in film school, man. Mm. I think you, you took four years. Okay, you were bursting with energy at 17, ready to come back from New York and BFI. Mm. But you're still developing friendships and connections with the lads. You're still working exactly. on your craft. 
And you also walk into Star Wars with the degree that proves mm. like not everyone could be Spike Lee making beautiful, unique mm. moves. Do you know what? Do you know what I'd say is if I was fast forward twenty years and I'm producing the Spider-Man twelve at this point, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I I would I would look at someone's CV, and if they have a degree, I won't think, oh wow, they have a like a degree. I would look at it and be like, that's potentially a person which knows how to socialize. They've gained wow. some. I think that's more of a certificate of gaining social skills, wow. as well as balancing and and balancing their time in terms of like producing producing work because i think it's such a a confidence booster and it's it's an experience um it's a good it's a good debate between the two sides hmm. because i would always see a degree as the ability to hold out for four years at something you mightn't like or you have but yeah. then i also respect people that leave after six months because they know it's not for them yeah yeah so i, I mean yeah there's this or like i agree with if if someone's left after six months, it's it's not for everyone. It, it's not it's not for everyone. And I mean that's I'm not saying that if I if I looked at a CV and didn't see a degree on it, I wouldn't I wouldn't count cancel them out or not at all. But I definitely think that when when I see when I see someone's got a degree, I think oh where where did you go? I'm, I can always I think it just adds a little extra um, social. I I see more. What I'm trying to say is, I see more social skills from a degree rather than oh look at that smart person over there that done three years at a degree. Yeah. Mm. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah, that's that's um, what I'm trying. I'm trying to say anyway. No, you're doing great, man. Um, I am conscious of time though, so I might burst through I'm a couple just... of questions. Oh yeah, sure. Um, who's your favorite director you've ever worked with? Uh, John Madden. Nice. John Madden is uh, the reason he is my favorite director. Is he is so old school. Um, he would he turns he turns up to a, a film set and he knows he already knows what he, he already knows what he wants. He's got the pictures. He's got the film edited in, in his head. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's um, he's done uh, the best exotic marigold. Patel, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so really, re- and just a really, really nice guy. Um, just great. And you know, he, he's one of those people that remembers your name. Uh, there's a lot to be said for that one. I, I, I'm rubbish with names, but I know the importance of remembering someone's name. It means it goes a long way, and he's someone that would. Yeah, I, I just think my own name, I like, introduce yourself properly, you know, Brian, Brian and then I've forgotten the name that they've just told me. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, yeah, it, it's... Oh. Worst, worst film you've been on and why? You don't have to give the name, but why was it the worst? Um, Cats. Oh, you don't have to give the name. <laughs> no. Poor Tom Who. No, I, I would, I would just, just cats. And you know, I would only say that because 
the reason I say it is because I was I was on it for a small period of time and I could see that when I was working on it, it was like it's great that amazing sets, but I've just I just um struggled to I think there's the the team effort of it was really nice working on the project. They're onto lots of good things. But what I'm trying to say is it was it was a slog. Yeah, of course. Three weeks log. Yeah. Um, long hours. Fav- Not nice. Favorite Shakespeare play you've ever seen? I know it's a big question for you. <laughs> I know what you want me to say. <laughs> I know, but it's like not the right answer in your head. <laughs> um I do you know what? I can do No, that. don't say it. No. <laughs> no, what I'm why I'm laughing is I can't remember what it was that we saw. We saw it twice, man. We saw it, didn't we? <laughs> we saw it twice. I can't remember what it was. But it it doesn't it like you have Andrew Scott playing Hamlet and and Cumberbatch and like oh yeah the, you, oh you're yeah. close to Shakespeare do you know what I mean yeah I don't expect it to be King Lear with John Lithgow and Annette Benning that's you know? that's the one I I was <laughs> <laughs> King Lear amazing uh, it, li- the, the listeners we we queued up at four a.m. for tickets to Shakespeare in the Park in New York I was so hungover twice twice. With Kendall, and remember that guy. He 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 was some sort of dealer. He he'd gotten himself uh, into trouble <laughs> with like financial institutions. I remember who it is. I won't say. Do you? Do yeah, okay. because he was. I actually can't. I'm not sure on his name actually, but yeah, he was a part of the actual um the the actual school, not just for the for the classes that we were in. And he oh was he was staying there. Reed, Reed. something Reed. I don't know. I can't remember. What a legend! But we had to queue up for free tickets to Shakespeare in the Park at four a.m. Yeah, both. That was so much fun. Right? Oh, that yeah, it was definitely worth. I almost missed it actually after because we you, you you queue up, you get the ticket, you got hot dogs or something. And then I went home, and then I went for, I went to sleep, and then the show's in the evening. <laughs> I almost like overslept and I was like oh god <laughs> I just threw on something something nice with the one suit I had packed in my suitcase and I was oh like, we got suited we up we got suited well, up didn't we? didn't we yeah and Anne, uh, Anya and Kendall came yeah lovely oh, oh, so nice. Nice. I remember running with you in Dumbo in Brooklyn and you going uh, Brian you, you probably need to space out your feet a bit more there and it's like baby shut up <laughs> yeah yeah um, you have to answer the Shakespeare question uh, Hamlet then Hamlet uh, just based on Benedict Cumberbatch's um, individual performance there and the way he controlled and owned his, owned the stage was amazing um and, it, and him, at the Barbican Theatre as well. Um, oh. So it's not... Well, I know, I know they, they, they put in a lot of shows, but it's not exactly West End. So 
Yeah. Did you see him in the na- national um, playing Frankenstein? No, no, I haven't. Um, it's on YouTube. Like him and the 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 other lead actor switch parts every second night. <laughs> so one actor Frankenstein, and one plays the monster. That's awesome. Oh that my god! Awesome. It's I've awesome. not heard of that. Oh, it's amazing. This is what I've been doing during lockdown. <laughs> and watching. Um, talk about your sport. Oh, sport. 800 meters, look. Yeah. Oh, sport. How important is that? How important is sport to your professional career? It this it's annoying because I I still I still try and run as much as I can. But as soon as I started working full time, it definitely took the uh, back foot. So, um, yeah, so I'd done 800 meters. Um, I ended up with a PB of 202, which wasn't, isn't amazing, but is still respectable time, I'd say. Um, and I was also, yeah, I was also doing half marathons as well at this point. Um huh? I ended up, okay. I've done a half marathon in one hour, one hour, 29 minutes and 50 seconds, I think it was. So I was uh, really impressed with that. I ended up, I think I was, when I was 21, I'd done that. And I was in the top 50 for my age group. So that was, yeah, I was, I was, I was really, really impressed with that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been hard trying to keep, keep the balance of I'm just at this point keeping myself fit and when it comes to not working I really focus on it try and um, enter races but I guess it's now a lot more I, I do it now because I definitely enjoy it um, mm. and I, it is it is so hard it's definitely take which is sad subject is taking a a back Taking the back seat, but um, healthy, healthy body, healthy mind. Like exactly, you can get so consumed. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's hard, especially I sometimes I work. I can do hours from seven seven a.m. to nine p.m. if it's like a, a big filming day with with overtime, which we haven't got. But at the same time, say like today, I started at eight and I finished at six. Well, for for some people, that's really really long hours still, but um. That's... Oh man, would you come to Ireland and just work here for a little bit? Because I know you have long hours, but we we won't push you. <laughs> we that's nice to hear. Man, Limerick has Troy Studios at the moment. I don't know if you know yeah. about them, but they're filming Big Apple TV projects now, like sixty-five million budget. I I I enjoy the Apple TV thing that they've got going on. I actually got a interesting. I work with um a small well i worked with this company called ink factory and they had a i think it was with apple and john le Carre, is it yeah yeah and they actually so uh they actually have footage of a documentary so they interviewed him for a probably about three days cool. and I was lucky enough to meet him and this oh, yeah. yeah but this was incredibly probably about nine months before he passed away 
so what and what a lovely man honestly um really such, such a pleasure to like get to meet him and uh speak to him so wise and I, I just really hope that they sort of release that footage um so yeah i'm sure they will man Jeez. yeah w- watch out for apple i guess other yeah, great but- uh media content available from popular streams. terms and conditions <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, John McCurry, uh, su- such a nice guy, very in- inspirational, and um, yeah, definitely. If you if you haven't read a lot of his stuff, definitely definitely do because yeah, not not on- not right. only a great writer, well, in my opinion, but also just a lovely person. That's awesome, man. Mm. Um, the Minak Theater came to me. <laughs> Minak Theatre in Cornwall. Minak. Yeah. Minak. And George McKay was 1917. Yes, that's um, it. It is. It is. I've, I've so many ways I can go. Like I right off on the on the coast as well. Yeah, I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Eternals. I want to talk about um, Patsy connection, but I also want to talk about living the dream. Ah, that's. <laughs> Which one? I can I can do them all. Let me do them all really quickly because living a dream, living a dream was my first. That's I'm gonna rip you to shreds. Living a dream was my very first like feature film (laughs) where I was me and a group of friends before. Uh, we made this feature film, and it is so funny looking back at it because. Can I ask you one question? Why did you have an umbrella inside and, and a fern? Oh. <laughs> That's the biggest question of the of the podcast. For Why me. was there an umbrella inside? It was it was the right decision at the time. <laughs> <laughs> now that this film is is probably on YouTube somewhere and within the within the second scene there's a continuity issue which just hurts the eyes and <laughs> seeing so let's just if you it, it's same world different day is uh available why did you have an umbrella over your head when you were saying this lovely like yeah you're so made but it might be 17 percent of people might might be too late for their soul might prepare to lose like you, it, it was a tiger paws post, and I was watching it going, why has he got an umbrella? <laughs> why is he spitting this beautiful verse? Why has he got an umbrella and a fern? <laughs> it, it was something. I loved it. I loved it, because you were being really genuine. Yeah, I was. But you had an umbrella. <laughs> it distracted me. It, it was a learning curve. We're all young. We were all young. I loved it, man. Yeah. Okay. And then sorry. You, had, you had to get me on that one. I'll give you this one. Oh. I'll give you that one. You got you got forty one backers though. You got you raised your money. I did. I did. did. Yeah, yeah. I did. And that's that's why you are inspirational because you could take the beating, but Jesus, you work hard. Yeah. It's, that's what I'm saying. Anyone can do anything if they really want to do it. Whether they do, whether, and now you're on. Whether the they do it well or not is a different story. 
yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Eternals was good. Eternals was very, very good. Big, big cast. I was actually, I, I was on there for six months as a pre-production uh, pre- assistant. And yeah, I met some... Pre-production assistant? Who's, who are the actors? Uh, you got Barry? John, John Madden is one. Let me, let me... No, oh, sorry, I was going to say John Madden. Richard Madden, uh, Kit, Kit Harrington. Angelina Jolie is in it. Oh, yes. Um, Gemma Chan is Barry Barry Kogan, Irish boy. Yes, yeah, he's he is he's sound. He's such a nice guy. Funny yeah, man, he's man. a funny guy. Um, I actually met him, and yeah. I didn't. He's it was one of those moments where I didn't realize who he was. He was just sort of sat on the sofa, just hanging out, and I was it was quite nice. So the the nicest or my favorite um actor that I've met so far. Oh yeah, go for I it. Guess. I'm not gonna get it right. Um Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> I wish I don't know. <laughs> Who? Daisy Ridley. Oh she yeah. Star Wars. And yeah. she, I'll tell you why, because she was I know like Star Wars is kind of like her sort of her first her big break. But still mm-hmm. there was this um you tell how she was just still like so happy to be someone that's happy to be there loving what they're doing and she was just involved. Um in the process or with her own character? Involved with the crew and with like it? just um, yeah oh, just amazing, just man. being present and just a great team player you know because i've had there, there's some actors which are which are just not not friendly um because mm, they're on work yeah but it's but i mean even like there's there's a lot of awful people out there but there are also some great people i Come to Ireland. Everyone's nice over here, man. Or we're making good movies and well, TV. Who knows? Maybe Belfast is the next stop. That the industry there is oh, uh, is booming. You've missed Game of Thrones, but Valhalla's gonna. Yeah, they've got a new. Um, they've got a new studios opening there as well. I think the Titanic Studios, off of um, not too far off the, um, the crane. I can't H and W. Rachel will be delighted with that yes. shout out. <laughs> it's a poor, poor way to shout it out as well. <laughs> and what are you, what are you working on at the moment? What, what's your NDA? You're not disclosing. I'm on a untitled Guy Ritchie film. Oh, Les, 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 Les. Vinny Jones is definitely in it. Isn't he? <laughs> You've got um. I think it's on it's on IMDb actually. So it's okay, yeah. So Jason Statham's in there. So yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So he's he's the main the main big guy in that one. So it, yeah, it's interesting. With um, lockdown, the whole film has moved to Turkey. So they're doing they're doing oh. the whole thing in Turkey. So I'm actually um, my job at the moment is I'm the production secretary. But I'm also sort of um, 
the sort of production office coordinator in in England. So, dude, look yeah. at you! Look at you! Look where you are! Like that's Small steps, super inspiring. No, that's a huge step from Star Wars to Eternals, and oh man, and now to Turkey with Jason. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So happy that you're Thank doing you. so well. Yeah, it's it's good to um, speak to you. And like I was saying before, it's like even just like talking to old like teachers that we've had, just reconnecting with with people that you've met like on your journeys is like so grounding and um, it's just nice to speak to genuine people as always. Yeah, man, that's what it's all about. This this podcast is just about inspiring. Listening to people that inspire me, I love it. Um, well, I hope I and inspired you and all of your lovely listeners. You really did. I don't know how. You really I did. I definitely because... blabbered on a bit, but I've let you. I haven't come in, and I've come in quite a bit. To be fair. <laughs> I, it's been needed. It's been no. You're doing great, man, and I'm really proud of you because. You really wanted it in New York. And like we spent two lovely days in Shakespeare in the Park. We went mm. running in Dumbo. We experienced New York with all these great friends. And then we created like a, I asked you to come in a TPJ. Yeah. And all your writing is brilliant. And you're welcome anytime. You. I, I try. I try my best to be involved. It's, it's a busy world out there. It's a busy world. Baby rabbit. Love it. Um, shout out to Rach, your mom, to Robinson and Cardis, to to Amanda and the Minak Theater serving you coffee, Northampton and Yasmin, man, just happy you're birthday, doing great yes, and happy birthday, Yasmin. That's probably the most mm, important yeah. thing, isn't it? Make sure lots of presents coming your way. No promises. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think the biggest thing I learned is don't use an umbrella inside when you're speaking to the camera in like a really poetic sense. Right. Lovely talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure. We'll end it there. Can you watch that back? Can you watch that back? It is oh, so yeah. funny. It was, I loved it, it wasn't my individual decision and somebody should have said it. Not? Was it not your individual? Uh, that The whole umbrella thing. Yeah, what was it about? I can't remember. Which, which one was this on? I'm trying to remember. On um, You were in like a white t-shirt, a fern. You had an umbrella and you were like 17% of people. You yeah, posted on Tiger yeah. Um, I thought I would. I loved it. Man. Yeah, yeah, that was just, I was just trying something and it just didn't work. It worked. <laughs> No, it worked. Yeah. It worked for me. Cause I've been talking yeah, there you, go. there you go. It was just about raising money, that <laughs> one. Good luck in Turkey. When well, you, no, so that's all you already, um, already started. So we're, we're about five weeks into shoot. There's about six weeks left until we wrap. Uh, all's going well so far. Uh, no one's got COVID. Thank you. So, Thank yeah, you. Can't, can't ask for much more in these weird times. 
Uh, will you um, tell your mum I said hi in yeah, range? Of course. I'll be glad to hear from you. Really? Rachel doesn't even know. Maybe I know her. He knows. Um, Nathan Adam Elman, thank you a million for coming on and having the crack. It's been amazing. Anything you want to plug? Like Instagrams or Facebooks or things? Um, yeah, I so ask I just want to make sure everyone remembers to smile. That's it. Boom. Boom. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thanks, man. Here, I'll give you a text after a matter See ya. Bye, pal. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Nathan Adam Elman, ladies and gentlemen. Such a nice guy. Ah, uh, known him for years. And a really young prospect to watch out for. Baby. But doing so well. Um, thanks for coming on, Nate. Um, really insightful about London work. Keep going for it, man. You're doing great. I appreciate you, man. Have a good one.